We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone on the Wayne Air Flights, if you're cranky, all the air hosts. Are they? You one's always telling me to get my knee in and I'm like, well, it's, I have to put it out to the side a bit into the alley because the chair is too close to my body. And she'd be ramming me with the snap cart. I'm like, babe, my patella. Like a sore. Hey, guys. <laughs> Why does guys sound so weird? <laughs> it's so weird, start the game. It's very Americanized. Hey, hey mammies, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And welcome back to I'm, I'm Grandman. Woo! Lads, we're doing loads. We're doing <laughs> all the bits. I wonder if people think that we actually have a team. Have a team one And also Do they think that we just like Do it effortlessly And it's like just Nothing to us You know no, what I mean No if they saw the state of us Now recording this podcast I know I haven't plugged my eyebrows In ages And really? usually I do it kind of I do my unibrow Like every night Because I have very dark Eyebrow hair You do be plucking The unibrow Like you brush your teeth <laughs> I have it next to my toothbrush <laughs> It's attached <laughs> It's actually a toothbrush And a plucker At the same time I'm going to trademark it How's everyone been? Do mind us? How are you, lads? Um, it feels like I, we haven't recorded in ages. Um, two weeks. <laughs> I know, but like, so much has happened. <laughs> yeah, I hate the way we say every episode. Oh, lads, we're so busy. So much has happened. I know. You know what I mean? I kind of hate talking I about do it. I do too. And I think we need to drop that narrative ASAP. Will we do a quick recap? Quick recap. So what have we been up to? Okay guys, so our t-shirts are on the way to you, so hopefully you get them before Christmas. Not hopefully, you definitely will, otherwise we'll have to have a word with the supplier, will we? Yeah, okay. <laughs> then we launched Cork, London and Dublin shows. Yeah, sorry, I'd be allergic if I ordered a t-shirt and it wasn't there for Christmas. Sorry, <laughs> back to the shows. Sorry, wouldn't you be annoyed? Yeah, you would be annoyed. But bearing in mind, we've no control over it, but at the same time, we'll try to... Yeah, I'm looking at Kevin, like, shut up, because, like, what if they don't end up getting there? Because we don't know the suppliers. No, they will. They will, They said the reason why we closed the campaign so early is so they'd be sent out. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and we launched the shows. Three locations, girls. I'm weak. Sorry, no, I just... Who do we think we are going on tour? Anyway. I just love the fact that we can call it a tour. You know what I mean? And also, what's the story then with Cork selling out there in the space of time I shut down the laptop? I know, I was literally like, I got home, I was flying back from Dublin and I landed and I was like, Kevin, the tickets are gone. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. I was dramatised. Then my friends texted me being like, oh, are the tickets on sale? I was like, babe, they're gone. <laughs> Goodbye and God bless. No more tickets to be found. Everyone then only squeezed me in. What? I know. And London sold out as well. I'm weak for that. I think that's hilarious. I know. Come through London Irish and all our British friends. I've been trying to tell everyone, but like, make it subtle so that it didn't sound like I was blowing smoke out my own ass. You know what yeah. I mean? So I've been like, oh my God, yeah, just... 
just like getting ready for the show now like it's gonna be it's gonna be packed like i think it's sold out me knowing full well it's sold out should we check should we check if it's sold out? i might just check i have the app on my phone so i can actually check i haven't checked it in a while now okay that's enough self-indulgence um but we just want to say a huge thank you because like the support is so like lovely yeah and also like i'm so excited about the shows but also like the fact that we've sold out like my anxiety is flaring like the imposter syndrome is going 90. Well, you're saying that now and the minute that mic touches your hand, I'm not going to be able to shut you up. Like literally before our UCC show, Kevin was like, oh, I'm so nervous, I don't know, like cover you. And then I was like, hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm a show pony. You just, are a show pony. I've just been on the stage from an early age. So like once I get up there, it's just home. It's just a second home. <laughs> the fresh Matthews treating you well. <laughs> Um, also, whatever about us going on tour, the second biggest news that's happened, Pussycat Dolls are going on tour. I can't cope. Sorry, no, but like, I wasn't, I know we were complaining about all the reunions, but I think the Pussycat Dolls was a reunion I never knew I needed. But never knew about it. Like, when I saw it, I gay gasped. I couldn't believe it. I think it was because it was so unexpected. You know, there's been talks of like, that Spice Girls reunion for years. Yeah. But Pussycat Dolls was that reunion that we needed. Melody's not coming back though. No, and I'd love to know what the backstory is there. What about everyone then saying the ginger one was a man? Carmine. Carmine Bacar. I love... Carmine was one of my faves always. Sorry, no, but she's after selling her soul to the devil because she's not after aging a day. I heard Carmine's 105. <laughs> She's like, you one from Death Becomes Her, the ginger one in that. And that Kimberly one then was only after having a baby and she's doing she the tour. She's a as well. And I, like, like, fair play, it's amazing. But what's the wig about? What's the hair? Do you see the hair? No, you said it to me about the wig and I still haven't seen it. Bring up a pic. It's shocking. Oh my God. Wait, is that it? Yeah. That's not a wig. It's pure one of the ones you buy last minute on Amazon Prime for Halloween costume. It's pure Smithy's energy, isn't it? <laughs> Smithy? The fancy dress, Smithy's. <laughs> the one up with the concert all drowned about. Anyway, yeah, I'm weak. Are we going to go? See, the thing is, unpopular opinion, I don't really like concerts. I don't either. I don't really enjoy concerts at all. And everyone just be baiting in chat. Everyone's singing louder than the artists are and they're singing in your ear and you're like I didn't come to listen to you humming a tune at all and you can't see them like they're probably little dots on the stage and then I'm like I have to look at the screen and then I'm like I could just watch this at home yeah I prefer to watch like I've watched the Kylie tour loads on TV and I love it <laughs> what? or a very Kylie Christmas <laughs> that was the gayest thing you've ever said no but like or that and I've watched like the biology tour the girls Night biology tour on TV and I prefer that because the camera angles are the best. You're seeing all of them. And then they performed on The X Factor then the other night, right? Because obviously Nicole's the judge. Um, well, not obviously also because I didn't even know that The X Factor was even happening this year. What was the story there? Let's 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 talk about it. But anyway, anyway, you're one Kimberly who does the tilt in all the music videos, which I always live for and we always live for. Mm-hmm. But then she was like, her leg was going 90. She was shaking, God bless her. She just had a baby, babe. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You have a baby and try and throw your leg <laughs> over your head. I know, but it was just like, it was funny because it was like, they're back and you could just tell they were all trying. Also, on that X Factor performance, there was over 400 complaints sent into um, Ofcom for... The performance, people were saying it was outrageous altogether because they were like scantily clad and stuff. Scantily clad? <laughs> I bet you it was just Melody at home. <laughs> <laughs> that, they were all her. They were all her. She created different email addresses. <laughs> she, she devil works hard, but Melody works harder. I used to do that in work with a boss. I used to hate that one from the ice cream parlour back in Essex because she was such a pain and such a terror. I used to um, create fake emails. Really? Yeah, and write in and be like, but the thing was, I based them on true events. So if I saw her <laughs> being rude to a customer, I'd pose as that customer then. So there was an element of truth to it. So I wasn't being a complete psycho. You were like um, the moral compass of the ice cream shop. Exactly. So X Factor then, did anyone know what was happening? I was catching it on the Sunday there when I was having my breakfast. I was catching the recap, the omnibus version of it. And it was the finals. Sure, I didn't hear sight nor sound of it all season. I never clue what was going on. I just was like, the winner of the X Factor is yeah. this one, Megan. I was like, I'm sure she was in Love Island or something. Megan, and she was in... Um, X on the Beach. X on the Beach, but as well, 
as far as I remember, she was a saucy jade. Like, she was... Was she saucy? Well, not even in a funny way. I remember her being a bit brazen. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I kind of didn't warm to her at all. Which is when I was watching her on that. When they announced her as the winner, I was kind of like... I feel like we didn't watch it, so we weren't there for a journey. So maybe yeah. she was, like, having this big journey. I know, but at the same time, like... She's obviously going to say she's changed to win some votes on the X Factor. But did she really, though, in the space of a year? You know what I mean? I wanted the guy from Glee who's been in the wheelchair to do it. Oh, yeah. Well, he was in the wheelchair on the show for context. Yeah, and he's yeah. after, like, working his way to walking. And he didn't even <laughs> win the X Factor. He's after going through severe physical therapy. And they wouldn't even give him the X Factor. He wanted to be able to dance in his routines. And he's dancing all over the gap. What do we think about these talent show searches? They're grand, like, I'm, I'm just kind of bitter because I auditioned for Ireland's Got Talent and I never made the live shows. Really? Yeah. As a dancer? Yeah. A singer? A dancer. <laughs> or a singer? As an act, like, not a singer, obviously. What were you doing, hip-hop? I was doing the hip-hop. It was when I first started dancing, it was like my first year, and I was just after winning the talent show in my Irish college, so I was kind of on a high. Yeah. I was like, obviously I'm talented. And all the cameras down there were like, they you were should definitely go for that BJ, yeah. like Lana Rikes. I remember I auditioned for people in Cork might have heard about it. It might be an all-around Ireland thing, but it was called Teen Idol. Mm-hmm. So it was basically like a singing competition for teenagers. And initially, it was myself, Pat and Podrick were going to enter it as a group. But we were going to sing Whole Lot Lovin' by Six. But the teachers wouldn't let us rehearse it in the classroom at lunchtime. They made us go out in the yard so we couldn't get enough rehearsal time in. So then we dropped the band idea. And then for the audition, I sang... Um, that's My Goal by Shane Ward. Iconic. Iconic. And then they were like, oh, we'd like to see you back, whatever. And I was like, now, bear in mind, like, I'm shocking now. I was even more shocking back then. So they were definitely just doing it for the laugh. You know what I mean? I feel like I was one of those people on X Factor that they'd laugh at. <laughs> but having me back in then. And I was going to sing um, Accidentally in Love by The Counting Crows. Yeah. Were you a Shrek fan? Oh, I love... Who doesn't love Shrek? Apparently there's a new one coming out in 2020. You heard it here first. There's not. There is... They're squeezing another one out of it. Is it like his child or something? I don't know. It's not out yet. We probably have to wait and see. Oh, I told you at the inside <laughs> scoop there. No, I just saw the poster is his ears and the, the 2020 is between his ears. So I was going to sing that, but it was back in the time when they didn't have backing tracks and they had to like source it themselves, whatever way they went about yeah. it. They couldn't find the backing track, but they only revealed that to me the day off. <laughs> so I've been rehearsing all week that song and I get in they're like oh we couldn't find a backing track for you and I was like oh my god they're like do you know any other songs and I was like I was 12 so I was like no you know what I mean <laughs> and I was like they were like oh well you're going to have to sing something else and the only song I think of was Ireland's Call and then so I had to do like why I don't know I couldn't think of because when you think about it back in the day when you didn't have like lyrics to bring up or when you weren't listening to your iPhone every day you didn't know lyrics as much there was a radio still, babe. You're, I know. you're talking like we lived in the Stone Age. I know, but like you wouldn't have known them exactly. And I was 12. I didn't have time. No, you would, but you just don't know lyrics. Like you don't know lyrics I now. don't know lyrics full stop. So anyway, I had to practice Arden's Call in front of them. And they were like, oh no, no, that doesn't work at all. Because it was so awkward. Anyway, the only other song then that I could actually think of was You're Beautiful by James Blunt. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, I have to sing this. But then when it came to it, and like, it was my first time like singing in front of a load of people, so I was like traumatised about that. For the whole song, and because a load of the other people were like seasoned professionals, they were all doing performances. One girl did some Shania Twain hit, and she had a cowboy hat and everything, she was rocking the gas. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do, and I'm pure stage fright, so for the whole thing, my mum was the only one who came to see it. So for the whole thing, I just pointed at her. <laughs> oh. I know, I know it seems dirty. <laughs> that's a joke. I know it seems Tony, but at the same time I say she was pure mortified, like because I did move my hands. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I was like, "You're beautiful, you're beautiful." But just get pointed at her, you know what I mean? So I said, "She's like, what the heck?" That's so funny. Safe to say, I did make it through to the final, which was traumatic. What else has happened since the last podcast? I don't know. There was Black Friday. Black Friday happened. Did we get any bits? I'm kind of allergic to Black Friday. Like I'm pure. I want Green Friday to happen. Like, yeah. Like, stop buying shit you don't need. Just for the sake of it. And also, like, nothing's reduced. And even I did look on ASOS then and stuff. Anything I want then, they don't even have it. 
Yeah, like, I'm like, everyone's always saying, oh, people are just buying for the sake of it because they're getting a deal. But there's not even good deals. Now, to be fair, I did get a jacket that I had my eye on for you ages. You got a jacket? Yeah, I got... Oh, did I show my jacket? No. I got a jacket... One second. I got a jacket in then. Top man. I'm skitting of you walking away from the microphone to show me your jacket. Oh, sorry, actually, we're to record something. I totally showed you that. Show me. Did oh, that's gorge. I actually love it, and it's so warm. That's pure you. Corduroy. It's pure energy, the corduroy. Anyway, this week's theme is... Nilane Teen Thon or the Heen Thon Fane. That was very good. Which is Irish for There's No Place Like Home. Alexa, play Coming Home by Diddy... Dirty money. I couldn't think of them. <laughs> it's just, what happened to Peter? Dirty money from Why is Dizzy Dirty Money? I don't know, they became a band. I'm coming home, I'm coming home. Tell the world I'm coming home. This is like the saddest intro ever. Yeah, I'm loving it though. I feel like to look out the window when it's raining in their bus, you know? Yeah. Me, every time I'm dying with the fear the morning after night, a drink thing, I'm going back home to Ireland. Look at my flights on right there. <laughs> I think we caught her. Tell the world I hate when Peter Wait, just comes a bit in. of the music. I hate it. <laughs> shoulder, 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 shoulder. Do you know Diddy? Yeah. Alexa! Stop! You know Diddy, Puff Daddy, P. Diddy. I can't keep up with the names. Who, is she? Who is she? Who is she? <laughs> Who is she? There was Puff Daddy... P. Diddy. Diddy. Diddy Dirty Money. No, Diddy Dirty Money is what? That's him. That's the band. No, that's his That's his crew. He's so narcissistic, isn't he? Only he would start a band, but then instead of just calling it Dirty Money, he'd call the band Diddy Dirty Money just so he could get his name in there again. No, but it's his, it's his song. He's Diddy Dirty Money because he just changed his name again. He was no, Pop, he didn't. Then he was P. Diddy. Then he was making the band three. Then he was P. Diddy again. Then he was Diddy Dirty Money. Well, Diddy, if his name is Diddy Dirty Money, no, that's a stupid name. That's not a name. That's not a name of a person. Like, P. Diddy was enough. The theme for this week is there's no place like home because me and Kevin are just buzzing to go back to Cork. Yeah, and I feel like we just love, like, Cork and Ireland, which obviously people are aware of. But we haven't really spoken just about, like, Cork and Ireland. Do you know what I mean? No, we haven't, because obviously we're living for London and I'm not moving back to Cork anytime soon. <laughs> no, babe. sorry, Sorry. Don't be getting your hopes up. Yeah, but, like, I love going back. I know, so do I. I really do enjoy it. There's definitely a time frame on it. Oh, as in, like, two weeks now. and then the two weeks, I'll be like, get me back to London. Yeah, get me back. The minute I'm waiting for the number two bus and an old woman calls me a faggot, it's time for me to go back to London. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Angela. I'll get on the bus. <laughs> Um, I just think it's a nice topic as well because everyone is going back to their hometown. So, yeah. like, we're going back to our hometown, but people, like, are travelling back to their little villages all over the world. Exactly. And also, I feel like a lot of expats are kind of listening to us. And, like, people who are, like, studying abroad or just living in London or living wherever. And a lot of them will be going home for Christmas. So this might get you pumped for going home for Christmas. Yeah. Because our next step will probably be a Christmas step. So it will tell you nicely, won't it? And if you're not going home, girlies, don't worry. Because, like, you're living in Australia, if you're Irish anyway, and if you're not in <laughs> London. And you're having an absolute scream on the beach on Christmas Day. Yeah, exactly. So don't be saying now, like, you, we made you feel homesick because you, you'll be getting a tan, like, and I'd be freezing my balls off on Blarney, in Blarney Street, so... I spent a Christmas away from home before and it was actually grand. Did you? When I was in travelling around Asia, yeah. I spent one Christmas day in Shanghai and I was sunbathed and it was pure weird. How did you get your turkey and ham and spots? We... Don't tell me you had pad thai. <laughs> I didn't have turkey and bits. What? No, we had probably ricey bits. On Christmas day. I know, I was allergic, I remember, but like... Beggars can't be choosers when you're out in China, like. My sister lives in Australia and it's like a million degrees on Christmas Day. They're all hung over because they have a party the night before. Oh. And she still cooks a full Christmas dinner, like, with all the trimmings. And they really? all just force it down on because they have to, because they're Irish and we're stuck in our ways. I mean, but that's Australia, PJ. I was in Shanghai. Yeah, I suppose. Sure, I couldn't even get so much as a Lucasade over there. <laughs> You know what I mean? One day I was hanging for a Lucasade. You sound so glam spending Christmas in Shanghai. I know, but was it really glam though? It actually was a scream. New Year's was a scream. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I'm so excited to go home. Like, literally, have the flights booked now. I'm on that Ryanair flight. I treated myself to the extra leg room because you know she needs it. Well, you booked 
Yeah, but I had to get by the emergency You're dumb. Exercise. I'm on the same flight as you. Yeah, but what are we going to do? We're not, we're not going to be sitting next to each other anyway. You could have told me and we could have allocated it. Oh, yeah, but you wouldn't have sprung the extra tenor for the extra leg room at all. Was it a tenor? Yeah. Oh, I probably wouldn't. You definitely wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. know, but you could have told me that's actually kind of rude. Yeah, but like how glam. For you? Like a normal seat leg room for you is probably the same okay. as like an emergency seat leg room. For me, I'm 70 million foot tall. Yeah, that's true. I'm actually quite content with the regular. Now, there could be a bit more, but I'm not kicking up a fuss over it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to be in the airport though, like a million hours early because I'm cursed with missing flights. Really? Like, sorry, it all started right when I was about 16. Taking you back there. Let's go back. Are we doing the rewind music like last week again? <laughs> no. It was the first time I ever flew on my own. It was me and my best friend Jamie at the time. Yeah. And um, how were you on your own, though? Because we were well, we were t- on our own without parents, like without. Adults. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were we'll clarify sick. that. You just said it was the first time I was on my own, and I was with my friend Jamie. He was my imaginary friend. <laughs> Okay. But basically, we were flying back from London because um, we had to be back for school because mum was staying on. Okay. And so we got in anyway, we were having food, and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe we're flying by ourselves. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, Jamie, it says like last call on the thing. And he was like, oh no, that's fine. That's just like last call to get into duty free like this. That's like the last <laughs> call to get. I was like, oh my god, all right, I'm going to get chocolate fudge cakes. Oh, will I? He was like, yeah, I do. Went off, got ordered the chocolate fudge, sat down, and anyway. I was like, they're taking ages to bring it out. And I was like, are you sure it's saying like last like it's, it's flashing last call no, he was like sorry. no no that's to get in duty free I was like okay I'm slow like sorry I never travelled by myself next thing I just looked up and I goes Jamie you said flights departed <laughs> and then he then you just see his face drop and I was like oh like does that mean we have to go he was like yeah went up to the customer care desk or whatever me oh my god I'm so sorry like two like 14 15 year old lads now or something I know being like um I think we're after missing our flight. They were like, oh yeah, you did. They were like, follow us. <laughs> oh yeah, you did, bye. I was like, oh my God, they're going to help us out. Thank God, like people are so lovely. Anyway, we were following them. Like they lead us into this room. So they opened the door and then they closed the door. And I noticed it's not a room. They let us out of the duty free and back into the main waiting area of the thing. And I go, That's I, what they do. And I banged on the door and I goes, what are we meant to do? And he opened it and he goes, contact your airport provider and close the door in my face. And then we had to go to like Ryanair. They were obviously doing nothing Not for then, us. Yeah. And then Jamie had to ring his mum and be like, Hi ma'am. She was like, Oh, do you land and all? And then he was like, No, we missed our flight. And then they had to drive <laughs> all the way back to the airport. Oh my God. And she was Reeking. snapping. Yeah. And then that whole situation just cursed me for years. It happened to me two years ago and nothing prepares you for the panic. No, it's just like the stress. Even thinking of it now and getting a rash. Everyone must do it before you go back home, lads. You all know you do it as you all panic by some bits. Yeah, you have to get the killer outfits. You do, you, and you have to pretend like that's how you dress all the time yeah. over. Yeah, that's actually so true, isn't it? <laughs> You'd be pure like going into Topshop and all this high street stuff, trying to grab all the bits and then be like, oh yeah, oh this. Oh, I just got this in shortage in a vintage store. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to claim everything is vintage and that everything is, there's only one made of them. But as well, what always happens to me is I forget... Um, how like anonymous like London is and how like you just get away with wearing anything because like yeah I go home and I'd wear something I wear all the time hair and everyone be like PJ what are you wearing <laughs> like I remember I went home one day and I put on I was wearing a like I just have a pink night track so you know the one yeah I don't we know. all know the one we've always spoke about the where is this did you give that to the there was four banks went out to charity I did not put that in the you charity you surely bag. didn't Jose's gonna kill me he wants that no, you wouldn't have put it out. No, surely. anyway, I lose clothes all the time. Um, but basically, I, wa- I was wearing that. always get naked in London. <laughs> Sorry. I was wearing that and then everyone was just like looking at me. People looking at me, pointing at me in the streets. I couldn't register that the reason why they were pointing at me and like being like, look at him is because I was in a pink tracksuit because that never happened to me once over here. It's not just that. It's that you're in a pink tracksuit, but you're a six foot five man with a shaved head and piercings on your ear. I remember one time I went home and I got dungarees over here. I think it's because you had them and I was kind of like... Notions. Will I get a pair as well kind of a thing. And then everyone was like, oh, you're like a fellow out of 60 minute makeover. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what? I was traumatised then. Because I hadn't really thought twice about it because I was bad from wearing them over here. So when I got back then, I... And I wasn't like trying to prove a point to my dungarees because like... Sure, I'd probably just look like a, a child going around with a beard. Did you have one shoulder off? 
<laughs> that's the way I'd be wearing my dungarees. <laughs> that's the way I started doing it because you did. It sounds <laughs> like I'm obsessed with you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Not so much anymore now, right? But when I first started going back to Cork, especially when I first moved over, like the first two or three years in London, obviously it's shit. You don't know what you're doing. You have no money. Your job is terrible. You're not doing what you want to do, right? Yeah. And then you go back and they're like, how are you getting on? And I'm like, oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> like, it's the city that never sleeps. Like, my best friend is Madonna and I was just at the Queen's for tea. You be trying to make it out yeah. like your life is the best thing ever. I know, you have to because, because as well, I think a lot of people hype things up so much like when you go away. And also it's that the grass is always greener mentality. Like, yeah. people just assume you're in London, you're having the best time ever and they don't really take into account the fact that especially in your first few years, like, you're kind of just grafting, really. You yeah. know what I mean? And also you're like, Jesus Christ, like, Cork is the size of, like, our borough where we live. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Stratford, the whole of Stratford is the whole of Cork City. Is it? I have no concept of size. If you went to Westfield in Stratford, it has every <laughs> shop in Cork yeah. and more. Yeah, literally, there actually is. Did I tell you about the time my mum and sister came over and we were just walking through the Mankey shopping centre en route to here and they were like, my mum was like, oh my God, Sarah, look at all the beautiful cakes. It was the Greg's. I was like, mum, it's the Greg's. Like, couldn't get over it. And my sister was like, oh my God, a footlocker. And you know, like, we take that for granted. We walk past that every day, but like, to her it was unreal. You know what I mean? I remember first coming to London and freaking out that there was a footlocker. I know, and I, I used, know. I bought all the bits. Where does it not one in Cork thing? I know they'd make a killing in Cork, would they? They'd make a few bombs, or would they? There probably is one in Cork, though, because every time I go back to Cork, if something's changed, something yeah. new is opening, something something else is closing. Yeah. But the one constant is Scoozy's restaurant will never close its doors. <laughs> It'll always be rammed. Oh my god, what's the story with Scoozy's? So there's this, this Italian restaurant. Stop, there's two gays from Scoozy's who listen to the podcast. Is there? So don't slate it. Is it unreal? Oh, gorgy. The chicken wings. <laughs> For my 21st birthday, I wanted the Scoozy's chocolate cake as my birthday cake. Everyone used to always go on with the chocolate cake it's and Scoozy's. It's gorgeous. Come here, we'd want to stop the getting a rake for your advertising there off us. I know, Scoozy's, you want to give us some comps there and we're back. <laughs> hashtag ad, hashtag spawn. <laughs> I feel like, you know what, Gaff is after getting very glam. All of McCurtain Street's gone very glam for all the foodie bits. Yeah. And when I tell you where else is after getting very lovely, down Washington Street. I don't know any of the streets in Cork. What? Geography, babe. That's not geography. That's that's pride of place. <laughs> no, like it's just I'm you actually, know Washington Street. No, like I'm. I'm Chambers. Oh, oh, where the gay club is. The courthouse. No, but I'm so bad. Like people should know the streets of their hometown. Like yeah, there's Hannah. There's Upper Lane. There's South Mall. I know Upper Lane. Because <laughs> that's that's where the only top shop is. That's where I do my shopping bit. Well, I know what you'll be doing the minute we go back anyway. What? <laughs> Going on Grinder, babe. I won't be. Nah, I don't Shut like up, this. you will. No, I probably so won't. So you're telling me you're not going to go on Grinder for the whole time we're home? I'll probably do it if I'm like locked one night. I'll like, pop on it. But what am I going to do? Be bringing the fella back to my family gaff. I'm in bunk beds in the house. You'll be no more off the plane and you'll be on Grinder. You have to when you're no. back in the city. I mean, I like doing it when you go somewhere new into a new city because you're grinder to be 
hopping. Do you know what I used to do when I used to be single? Yeah. I used to turn my grinder on if I was ever going somewhere in a car or a train and you drive through all the towns. Oh, and yeah. And it picks up all the different locations on the way. I know what you mean. I didn't want to meet any of them. I just wanted them all to tell me I was unreal. Oh, that's good. I know what you mean. Sometimes I do that, like, or if I'm getting, like, an Uber somewhere, I'll be like... Bloop, bloop. But if you're driving anywhere in Ireland and you'd be driving through, like, a really small village like McCroom or something and then there'd be someone's, like, dad sending you their dick pic and you're like... Ah! <laughs> Do you go on dates in your home? Would you go on Tinder? Uh, Would you go on Tinder when you're home? I mean, last Christmas, because I was home for a fair bit, I was going on doing Tinder and bits, you know what I mean? But, like, at the same time, do I want to be getting involved with anyone or, like, going on a few dates and then me being like, oh, by the way, I'm going back to London forevermore. So, yeah, you know you what ju- I mean? You just like want a holiday romance. I know, but even still, like... Again, it's not very convenient, is it? I just think it's so funny that, like, when you everyone be going home for Christmas and they'd be taking nudes in their, like, childhood beds. Oh, my God. We needed to discuss the nudes in the childhood bedroom. Stop doing it. <laughs> me in the single bed trying to send nudes to Jose. <laughs> don't tell me that. Man, stop listening. <laughs> I don't really... I think we spoke about this before, but I wouldn't be... Will you send a nude? You do send nudes, you mom. I don't. Shut up. I always see them on your phone and you twisting your spine around like you're trying to get a picture of your ass. I don't. You do. No, there's a difference between nudes and gym progress pics. <laughs> Shut up. That's not a gym progress pic. It is. Okay. Do people wear harnesses in their gym progress pics? I don't wear harnesses full stop. It's layers because all the harnesses in this house belong to you. They're fashion harnesses. One of the fab things about being back in Cork then again as well is as well as getting to hear people say thank you to the bus driver which sends me over here when people don't be thanking him. You can't thank the bus driver over here babe. There's another door to get off and it's at the back of the bus. Sorry, did we lose the ability to raise our voice? You've no problem doing it there some days. You could just shout up and you say thank you. No, but then you just sound like, sound like a psycho. No, 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 no. You can... No, it's called manners. That's not... Well, if that's being a psycho, then I guess that's what I am. <laughs> no, but like in Cork, the reason why you can say thank you is because you pass him on the way out. Yeah. Whereas like in London, you're not nowhere near him. You're not just saying thank you because you're passing him. You're saying thank you because it's respectful. And because you're grateful for him letting you on the bus. <laughs> That'll be paying for. Yeah, but you just say thank you. Like, imagine yeah, I know, obviously. You yeah, do. Too. So... As well as that, I just can't wait for the cork chat. You know what I mean? What do you mean? The pure like no the pure like pure cork chat like? Just at Christmas and there'll be loads of people over to the house, there'll be neighbours and stuff, and they might even be chatting to me, but like just hearing or even sometimes on the flight over you'll hear two people from Cork chat. Oh no. No. <laughs> sorry now. If what anyone was? if anyone ever sees me on a flight, just don't talk to me, I'm sorry. Not talk to me. I'm saying in general. I just like hearing the cork. No, you you pure get involved. I don't. You pure talk to people. I couldn't. Just don't do it to me, lads. I'm sorry. I can't talk on flights. I don't like talking on flights either. I like zoning into conversations. Oh, like just being nosy bits. <laughs> nosy bits. Pure nosy. Like what I also love is cork slang. Oh yeah. So I feel like because we do use some words on the podcast ourselves, like weak and flat and. What other words do we say? Allergic. Yeah. Like, so they're all like very cork phrases that I suppose we kind of just took for granted and like just we just assumed. expected people to listen yeah. and learn. But like cork, and I suppose it's true for like most like like cities and like towns and stuff. Like you have your own like language vernacular. You know what I mean? Your own vocab. So we're going to tell you about some cork words that we're obsessed with, and we're going to use them in a sentence just in case if you're ever in cork and you want to sound like a local. You know what I mean? You know your bits. Do you ever say the word massive? I oh my god, massive. yeah, and it gets you in so much trouble if people don't know what it means. Oh, so basically, in Cork, if you say like, oh my god, she's massive, it means like, she's she's beautiful, like, she's looking stunning. She's unreal, like she's after getting all dolled up she'd be like, oh, and But it's the way you say it, you'd be like, oh my god, she's massive, would you look at her? Or you'd be like, or like... Or like back in the day when the girls going to the discos, the man's would be like, oh, jeez, you're only massive. And I remember I was in work one day over here and I was like, oh, no, she's massive. And they were like, PJ. They were like, she's not. <laughs> she's been starving herself before the wedding. She's on the Slimming World, PJ. She's been counting those sins. No, but like, I was like, oh, no, that means beautiful. They were like, oh, yeah, oh, sure. Oh, my God, they definitely didn't believe They you. definitely didn't. But it's not massive, it's massive. Massive, yeah. M-A-S-S-U-M. Massive. <laughs> Okay, so I put together this list of pure cork words, right? 
and I asked my mum for a help with some of them. What? You've done a recce for the app? Yeah, just because I really want to educate people on the words and I think some of these words are so funny and I actually need to start using some of them more. You're pure going to do like a snaky book deal now about Cork slang and you're always going to put me in it. I'd probably do a snaky book deal but it could be about anything. An expose. I used to love writing stories when I was younger. Oh, like gossip? No, just random stories. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 about anything. Right, so let's go through a few of these corks, like, if you know it. And you can answer along at home. I love these answer along at home bits. I think that the live home one last week is very popular. <laughs> Again, like, our English people listening. I'm sorry, lads, if, it, if you're non-Irish and you're listening. But also, you're learning culture, so... Exactly. So, and also, you definitely want to visit Cork if you listen to the podcast, and you'll be welling it up. The right. tourism board are actually paying us for this whole podcast. We just haven't told you about it. Okay, so I'm going to go through a few of my favourite ones. Okay, lamp. Oh, so po- contrary to popular belief, this isn't a thing you put on your bedside table. This isn't a light fitting. This isn't a fixture for light. <laughs> what the fuck? I just said what you said. What is a lamp? Or what is to lamp? Lamp. Adjective. No, <laughs> is it? A verb. It's a verb. Okay, lamp. <laughs> a verb. To look at somebody... In a sexual way? I think sexual. You pure lamp then because you're like, oh my God, get a lamp off her. Have a lamp off her. What do you mean say him? Or him. Or well, him. sometimes I'd be like, have a lamp off her. Oh, she's yeah. stunning. Have a, la- have a lamp off her. She's massive. <laughs> or most of the time I'd be lamping lads with nine. Yeah, lamping is something you do to lads. We can do to girls if you're like girls. I think it's so clever though when you kind of like talk about these in detail because obviously surely someone said have a lamp because you're shining a light on them to look at them. I say it was just some pure car person being like, oh, I have a lamp off them. Yeah, but surely it's them from somewhere. And I think it's Maybe. you're lighting up the darkness to see them. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know if we could Google that now. Or, or it's about killing rabbits. You know, they go lamping rabbits. Oh, is that what that's called? Yeah, they shine. It's actually so disgusting. Sorry if you do it, but like it's mank. They shine um, really bright lights at rabbits' faces. And that stuns them. And then stuns them. And then a the dog rips the head off them. We're not talking about that on the podcast. I it's, hate but that. But it's disgusting. I hate that. It's manky. Who's doing that? Um, I love this. Come on, Babala. What's that? Come on, Babala. I probably can't you do can't any of these see. justice. Sorry. So Kevin's from the south side. No. So it's come on, Babala. That's what I meant to say. What did I say? Sorry, come on, Babala. You said come Babala. <laughs> it's come on, Babala. So this next one is... Come on, Babala. <laughs> it's come on, Babala. Come on, Babala. So that's just like... <laughs> no. What? So it's it, like if someone's taking their time or like... Or like if you want to get something off someone and you're like... Oh, can I have the ass off your can? And they'd be like... Oh, no, no, I'm drinking. And they'd be like... Oh, come on, Babala. <laughs> it's come on, boy, will you? Yeah, yeah exactly. But you, you just slur it all into one and you just go... Come on, Babala. <laughs> Leading on from that... Okay, what is up for the bar? I don't know what that is. Up for the bar? Do you understand the school? I've never heard that. That's a Southside scene. No, this is definitely all core because I actually got this off the internet. But you know, if you like... (laughs) You know, if someone had something at lunch that they didn't want now or something... Yeah. Maybe that didn't happen up the north side. Maybe you took what you could get. (laughs) Shut up. But you know, like... Or say now someone's like... Like, had like a club milk, and they were like, up for the bar? Up for the bar? You know that! You're not knowing that no one! No one ever said so that. So it's basically like, it was up for grabs, or you'd be like... Up for grabs, yeah, you just say up for grabs. But that's the phrase all around the world, isn't it? You would say, I want the ass off that. And that means like, that, you have to have the end of it. We know that. Oh, do we? Is that Cork no, as well? No, that's Cork. Oh, but my word is up for the bar. I don't know what that Maybe is. Maybe that's just a thing that happened in my school. What happens then? You have to give it to them for free. You'd be like, oh, up for the bar, and you'd be like, I want it. Oh, because somebody giving away at the club Somebody milk. might be giving it away. Now, a club milk is probably a bad example. You wouldn't be giving it away. A Viscount, now maybe, if it wasn't your thing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> what else wouldn't you be into? I don't know. But I do I do love... Um, Viscounts. No, I don't even know what they are. The mint biscuit. The oh, very pure, Christmassy and pure Christmas. Pure green tinfoil. Pure green tinfoil bits. Can I have the ass of that? Is like the bummiest thing ever. I people who used to ask you for the ass of something. No, shut up. No, I'm not giving you the end of something I'm eating. And as well, like the ass of a can is sometimes the best bit. Moving on. Raza. 
That's not slang. That's like a No, a it's slang. It's not. Raspberry cordial. We're the only people who call it Raza. They don't call it a Raza over here. What? Yeah. Raza is, I think it's a Cork thing, Raza. It's not. I think, so some of these, like, because I was doing my research, apparently Raza's Cork. I thought Raza was the brand name for the cordial we used no. to drink. Like, you know, the way we call all vacuums Hoover's. Hoover's the... That's the brand name. Is it? Like Hoover's a brand of vacuum. Raz is just the name that we gave it. But I, when I was young, I used to be like, can I have some orange Raza? Oh yeah, because my friend calls the lime one lime Raza. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just the raspberry cordial. Okay. Yeah, raspberry Raza. How okay. funny. Ra- I do love Raza. Oh my God, I'm craving Raza so- now. <laughs> Oh my god, can I can we get some rounds after and, this? And you know when you used to go into like the pub like with your family or whatever, or if there'd be a match on, like sometimes we'd end up going to the pub or whatever. Or like Every the, day <laughs> the match was on, you'd be in the pub. But like you used to go up then because you wouldn't have any money and you'd be like, Oh, can I have a pint of Raza? and they'd only charge like thirty cent for it? No, it used to be free, babe. Sometimes free depending I on the remem- pubs. I always remember when um my best friend Jordan's p- family pub started charging for the Raza, it was the talk of the town. Really? The chas charging for the Raza now. Oh my god. Were they actually? How much did they charge for the Raza? I don't know, I don't remember. Okay. Haunted. That's another one of those words that like has D- double, double meaning. Because over here obviously it's like haunted gaff, like it's you know A ha- haunted is a bad thing usually, like it's like Oh my god, he's haunted, which means like if you say that in England, if you go, Oh my god, he's haunted, you'd be like, Oh my god, is he okay? He's like stuff has happened to him in his life. We don't need to explain the English version. You do though, because some people in Cork won't realise the English version. They just only know haunted is a good thing. <laughs> anyway, in Cork it's a great thing. Or they're like, it's a good thing it to be. It just means haunted. you're lucky. Yeah, it means you were lucky, so I'd be like, um, what would be an example of haunted in a sentence? We went down to Crosshaven now for the long weekend and the weather was glorious and it started raining. Then as soon as we left, we were haunted. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's it's a good always one. with the weather as yeah. well, isn't it? We were haunted. Or they come back and they'd say, the sun was splitting the stones every day. We were haunted, Bernadette. Haunted. Anyway, right. Do you know what I think is like very aggressive? What? Mall. Like, that's yeah. what a bear does to someone. Yeah. Like in, in Cork, if you say like, Oh yeah, I mauled him last night. It means that you kissed, you kissed him. Kissed him. But like... Because that's pure what core people do. They've been mauled. They him. do. They be all over each other. A lot of hands and bits. But like, imagine if over here, if I was like, Oh yeah, I mauled him last night. They'd be like, Oh my God, you attacked him in the street. What's your favourite What's your favorite cork word? We won't spend the, the day on cork words. Obviously weak. Weak, I think. That's... We use it every day. But you know what? It's so funny because weak was one that cropped up on a lot of the websites, right? But it's so funny because it was like a term typically coined by a group of girls. <laughs> you know, people all... Um, uh, Dave, who used to live with me in London, goes to one day in, the, in front of everyone was like, PJ talks like a girl from the north side of Cork. I and everyone it. erupted because they do. I, if you if you talk to any of my sisters, I literally talk the exact same of them. Oh, well people, that's a great thing. People who always say that um, me and Lindsay talk the exact same and used to send me because obviously I was in the closet and I'd be like, what are you on about, like? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, we don't. Also, can I just draw attention to one final Cork phrase that was this in one of the websites and I thought it was very funny. Santa Panza. And it just says, area of Cork in the Balearic Islands. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> everyone from our hometown would go to, to Santa, Santa Panza. Panza. But like, sorry, no. That language is hard for us to grasp and translate. Imagine poor Jose coming over from the Philippines, me fella, trying to learn English and he's trying to learn the slang at the same time. That's what I was thinking. And also, it's not even that. It's the way Cork people, like pure Cork people speak. Like, we're not even that Cork, I don't think. Like, imagine someone now coming over from Asia or something to study in UCC and they'd be in the class and doing a group project with a group of uh, people from Cork and them all being like, yeah, like, we actually, that, like, or, like, I think that'd be unreal if you were to... And they were like, oh, my God, I've been studying the English language for the last 10 years. What language are they feckin' speaking? Literally, it's, it must be so hard. But I, what I do think is unreal, I, I just love it, is when, like... Um, people who foreign people who come into Cork to like work and learn learn English and stuff have like a bit of a Cork accent. I remember seeing a clip before and it was of um a classroom from off the country somewhere 
and there was like a child in the classroom who was from Syria, but he had the biggest, thickest Dublin accent up on him, and it was so cute. And I just think, mm. isn't that so lovely that it's like these people from all over the world are from whose like family heritage could be from anywhere, and they're all going around with thick Irish accents. It's yeah. cute out. But as well, what I love is that like obviously. If you if you move to Ireland or if you were born in Ireland but your heritage from a different country, that's still really important to you. Oh yeah, of course. But what I love is that what an Irish person looks like is changing. Yeah, that's the yeah. important. That's what so I'm it's like it's like not Ireland is all not all these pasty like <laughs> pasty white people anymore. There's like a spectrum, you know. Yeah, what I mean? exactly the way it should be. Also, I think it's really good that we translated this slang because when we're in Dublin now, when we're doing our live show in London. People will know what we're oh saying. Oh my god, we can use some of the words. Yeah. Exactly. And for the ones we didn't get to, they'll be released in Kevin's new book by <laughs> Oxford Dictionary Company. No, if there is any um, words that you love and you think are hilarious that are like synonymous with where you're from, send them in to us. We'd love to hear them. I want to know like outside of Cork, like even du- like anywhere around Ireland, but also like I want to know if they're like weird like... English words from your little towns yeah. or like even like Scott like, I know Jess who works with me would have a few weird Scottish, Scottish words ones. Scottish like Scottish Twitter they have a whole language of their own I'd know what to be going on in Scotland like when Jess gets drunk in work I don't have a clue what she's really? talking about she gets pure Scottish you can't understand the word she's saying I've no Scottish friends then and one thing then that I love that you have when you spend your time at home and you're ready to come back and you're getting back into the swing of things like you feel rejuvenated and like I feel like people know this as well that you've been home and also when I'm home for a bit even though we live with each other and we're always chatting pure Cork I'll actually come back and from being home in Cork I'll be speaking quicker yeah and like people will struggle to understand me for a bit and I'm just kind of I feel like I've like that like post hometown glow. Yeah, I was just about to say you pure um take your small town vibes back to the big city with you. So like I get on the tube and I'd be like smiling at everyone, like yeah. all cranky. I'd be like, Do you want a seat? Yeah. I'm like, how are you, love? Pure talking to yeah. everyone. It lasts about an hour now. <laughs> but like for that hour I just feel like I the cork is in my heart, the hometown like oh. small town is in my heart and I'm back in the big city, you know. That's so true though, I do love that. But then the next day I'm like pushing people out of the way because they're on the wrong side of the escalator. Yeah, that does get at me pretty quick. Anyway, we need to move on to the mammy questions. Yeah, oh, sugar, we need to move on to the mammy questions. Okay, so on to Mam Knows Best. Your favourite section, we know you've been waiting for it. We stand. We love Mam Knows Best. Jingle coming in the new year. Oh my God. That's one of our New Year's resolutions. We must record a jingle for the Mam Knows Best section. I would love a jingly bit. Anyway, this one's for my mam. How do you help someone close to you who is struggling with anxiety? Okay. That is hard. Yeah. Okay. So my mum said, Dear listener, I understand how difficult it is to watch someone close to you suffer with any situation, especially with anxiety. Being a psychiatric nurse, I know that um, loved ones can isolate themselves from you at first when they feel like this, but try to get them to confide in you. Encourage them to get help as there are many groups and programs out there to help, such as anxiety management programs, confidence building workshops, etc. The main thing is to get them to admit to you when they are feeling anxious and to reassure them that you're there. Good luck. That's good. That is nice. Yeah. My mum, like, does all the psychiatric nursery bits. Yeah. It's actually really good that your mum ended up answering that question because... She's a professional! She's a professional and also, like... It's about being able to openly talk about that and openly go search for help. That's the most important thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. I think your mum just actually really, like, gave a great answer. Mm. And it's really, like, succinct and stuff. So it's, like, what your mum said, basically. And I would just say, like, to the friend, like, just be there for them. You know what I mean? That's kind of what it's about. That's kind of the role of the friend, really, isn't it? Mm. Okay, so the question from my mum was, uh, what's the best way to thank your mum for all the great things she does? Oh, it's just a lovely question this was just giving your mum free reign to tell you like this is what you need to do to thank me oh my god I feel like that's what she's done okay my mum said such a cute question on how to thank your mum for everything I have to answer this one (laughs) Christmas is around the corner and it doesn't have to be an expensive gift just something that you should know she would love buy a blank Christmas card and write your own heartfelt thanks to your mum a couple of hours having lunch in a restaurant that she likes some kids tend to pick their favourite. That's a dig at you! That's in brackets and the there is in caps, which is sending me. 
But I don't know what that means because I'd always pick where she wants to go. Sure, babe. She right. loves Ecos and Douglas. That's the only place where she'll go and I always take her there. So don't do that. And having all your attention and a proper chinwag always works for me. And why wait till Christmas? A couple of pairs of slipper socks the next time you're in pennies or her favourite cock and millish, which is Irish for cake. Or for me, it would be a box of walnut whips. Yum. <laughs> My man loves Walnut Does she? Wins. I know she what loves. I'm getting now when I call down for a cup of tea. Really, it's about the effort, not the expense. It's just so nice to hear, thank you, ma'am, for all you do for me. That's, That's so, so she. Such an Irish mammy answer. That. I'm so excited to go home now. Oh, my God. I've been excited since I booked those flights there last month. Like, I'm counting down the days. Also, I got that new advent calendar that you gave me from Hotel Chocolat and I haven't had an advent calendar in years I was skitting out when I gave Kevin the Hotel Chocolat advent calendar he was like I'm going to put it up and pretend it's a sponsored ad oh my god like imagine if people thought that Hotel Chocolat was sending me bits I would love if Hotel Chocolat sent me bits it's this gorgy chocolatiers over here it's Hotel Chocolate like like why is it Chocolat yeah because if it's French it should be L'Hotel Chocolat would it be <laughs> You'd have to give it the the definite article. I don't know, babe. Yeah, because like the French for hotel isn't hotel, it's l'hotel. I anyway, don't know why we're on about this. I don't know. It's anyway, fine. let's wrap it up. Go on, talk to you lads. Santa's on his way. We need to get sorted. No, it's too early for that. It's isn't too it? early for that cat. Yeah, anyway, go on. We'll speak to you later. Go on, talk to you. Bye. Been a pleasure as usual. Test flights not feeling. See you later. <laughs> go on, bye. Take care. Bye. Go on. What's a pure cork way to finish it off? Sloan Gafold, the car. Cork. Sloan. Go on, chat to you later. Go on, bye. Talk to you. Bye. Talk to you soon. Get the kid. Bye. See you. Bye. 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 